And it's time for another episode of Loot Time. We are back. Yes, it's the last episode of February. Shed a tear. I know. February's almost over, but that just means spring is on the way. Hopefully. I mean, just keep getting more snow. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I think it's supposed to snow again next week. So spring may never come. I mean, the groundhog could be a liar. He said it's going to be an early spring, but maybe. We'll see. He's lying. Yeah, we'll see how that jerk uh, pans out. (laughs) But like I said, this is part four of uh, February's Loot Crate theme of transformation. In episodes one, two, and three this month, we talked about Transformers and Power Rangers, and the last episode we did was Marvel. So if you haven't listened to those yet, go check out episodes 40, 41, and 42 to complete the transformation month of February. They were really fun. So also, please welcome back to Loot Time, our favorite Canadian, Matt McGlossen. Hey, I I feel like it's like you guys just don't know as many Canadians. I feel I feel like you're just like dragging the barrel for Canadians. Oh, now. yeah. <laughs> you got to hit a new market, so you're like, well, let's keep going back to the guy. We're I know, at. right? Well, I mean, as far as uh, Canadians go, it's very hard to not know just celebrities. I think because no, it's I mean, fair. It's fair. I mean, we, we do live in Minnesota, which I think is by reference part Canadian. You, no, yeah, Bye like I, out of out of any of the states, like Minnesota is definitely like Diet Canada. Yeah, oh I yeah. Like. I mean, yeah. I think we're just <laughs> like as nice. very very close. We're, we're just yeah. as nice. We have Tim Hortons now. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, congratulations! I know, so that that's a that's definitely how, a bonus. How does it feel to have good coffee again? Oh my god! Like <laughs> it's been missed. It's yes, definitely. And the the Timbits, like I swear to God, I can't drive oh, or walk man. by a Tim Hortons without stopping, stopping. in for a ten pack or something. <laughs> Do, do you guys have the uh, the double double Timbits down there right now? That I don't know. I haven't been in about a week. Man. So where's the closest one from us? Mall, well, there's one in Mall of America, one in Brooklyn Park, one in St. Cloud, which is way too far away. Yeah, those are the three I know of. Okay, so I guess I'll have to stop in. Thanks, thanks, Matt, for making me go. Yeah, go yeah no, go. I'm giving you a reason now to to make the road trip to Tim. Hortons. I know it's not that it's like you know more than like two minutes from my work, anyways. So right after this episode. Yeah, we'll We're just going. drive out there. and I need dinner anyways, there you right? Go. Have donuts. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> so. you go, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, this episode we will be talking about a uh, franchise that I asked Matt to pick because me and Kev are either very lazy or we ran out of transformation ideas. Um, so he picked The Strain, and I was like, wow, I Good just pick. completely looked over that one. So Yeah, no, this is... Yeah, this isn't admittedly like the first thing that jumps to mind, but like I was looking at this stuff that you guys had already done, and I was like, okay, let's like try something a different direction with it. So, you know, Guillermo del Toro is always a good way yes, to go. Yes, and, and vampires is a type of transformation. That is true. Yeah, well, especially with this yes. series. Like, I feel like, yeah. Yep, so we'll, we'll dig fair. into that more. But first, our question of the episode, because we need to ask questions before we delve into the real topics. All right, mm-hmm. so... Your life is a movie. What song is playing during your transformation montage? Oh, okay. I, I, 
I need a moment to think of this. Actually, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a tap. Okay, out. Kev, do you got one? <laughs> I do. Okay, uh, that's a very good question. Um, so there's an instrumental band called If These Trees Could Talk, uh, and they have a song called The Giving Tree. It has a mellow intro where I think like you know you're starting life, you're just you know you're doing you, you're experiencing and curious about things, and it does like a gradual build up, and then it's like an uplifting beat. You know, that kind of keeps you motivated and keep you going and kind of a, it's got a good beat. It's motivational. You know, yeah. it, Well, you need that. If yeah. you're transforming into something amazing, it's right. got to be motivational. You got to be watching the movie and think to yourself, I could do that. Or right. I want to be that person. Like, uh, like the movie Chef. That was, I felt like that was a very motivational film in its own i gotta agree that the movie chef is like the one thing that has motivated me to like open a food truck one yeah, right. <laughs> john favreau made that look so like admirable like i it's it's a dream now we yeah. should do that for the podcast open up a podcast truck yes and then Three sell food us. on the side yeah we're just rolling yeah. down the street we, recording and then tacos tacos donuts yeah but... <laughs> beer what, what's like a we need a food that has it starts with a p so we can alliterate it with podcasts Pie. Like, pies and podcasts, podcasts and pies, pies. And podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, podcasts and pies. There we go, <laughs> podcasts and pierogies. Yes. Ooh, actually, I I could very much get behind that. That sounds like a good food truck. Nice. Okay, let's let's trademark this now. Let, you know, no one steal that. that yeah, idea. <laughs> patent pending. <laughs> yeah, TM TM TM. Yes, right. <laughs> That's how intellectual property works, right? I think so. Yes, patent pending is on a product. I think TM is on a. A slogan, right? Yeah, it's, I think we're pretty safe. Slogans, logos, slogos, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see. What do I got? Um, you know, I'm definitely a hardcore punk guy. Yeah, and I think my motivational song, and I've listened to it a lot lately. I don't know why, but Superman by Goldfinger. If you guys remember, it was on Tony okay. Hawk Pro Skater One, and it was. Uh, playing i guess ah let me try to so here i am doing everything i can holding on to what i am pretending i'm a superman you guys know that song come on tony pro skater one that was that was good i'm so sorry no go and listen to that song that is amazing it basically i need to get educated (laughs) well okay so i'm a child of the 90s so punk like punk and pop punk were just huge you know, early nineties got mm-hmm. Green Day and Less Than Jake and Mighty Mighty Boston's and a lot of shit yeah. from way back then. But uh no, Goldfinger, one of my favorite all time bands. But it's it's kind of one of those songs where you're trying to become a superhero and you're going out. I think that was kind of the cool thing about it being on Tony Hawk is not a lot of kids could skate. You know, and <laughs> I and, feel that. <laughs> and the only way you could be a skater is by playing this game. And so it was like, okay, well, I can get better while playing this game by by listening to some uplifting music. Mm-hmm. So, okay, nice. I could get behind yeah. that. Yeah. All right, Matt, your turn. Okay, I I have been I have been scouring low key here trying to find something good and. Because I feel like my life is just eternally trapped in some indie rom-com, I'm going to go with Civil Twilight. (laughs) 
Um, no, I've been listening to a lot of this band called The Weaker Thans for a while okay, right I know now. Them. And they're, there's no reason that I should be obsessed with this band because they disbanded like way back in 2010, <laughs> like almost 10 years ago now. But I, I just recently bought a ton of their records and have gotten way back into them. And they have this track called Civil Twilight that feels like it's like from the peak point of like a, a coming of age rom-com thing where... Like, the, the guy realizes that, oh, man, this was the right girl all along. I'm going to go meet her at the airport. And so that's, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right, right. now. It's <laughs> I mean, civil twilight. I can see that because, I mean, if that's the situation, you know, you're kind of building yourself up to be like, I can go see this girl. Have that confidence. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the amp up song. There yeah. we go. All right, guys. So, The Strain. It's a creepy, creepy, creepy-ass show. Yeah, no. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'll let you guys know. that If you guys don't know what it's about, um, it's about a uh, guy named Dr. Ephraim Goodweather. Uh, he's the head of the CDC, a uh, New York-based Canary Project. Is called upon to investigate when an airplane lands with everybody on board dead. What his team discovers is a viral outbreak that has similarities to an ancient strain of vampirism. As the virus begins to spread, Goodweather works with his team and group of the city's residents to wage a war that could hold humanity's fate in its hand. So, uh, like Matt mentioned earlier, uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro created it. Um, and, I mean, anything behind the creepiness of that guy He's... ought to be good. Yeah. Man, yeah, no. If there's one thing that I love about Gary, because we're really good friends yeah. and we use each other's is first he names. Canadian? <laughs> no, I don't think he's Canadian. No, I no, I wish he was. I wish like you could claim him as your own. <laughs> yeah, no. If, if there's ever an opportunity, I will always shout out Canadian oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah, I even I even picked a Canadian band earlier. <laughs> so don't worry, I'll shoehorn Canada in where I can. Nice. All right, so. I mean, what drew everyone to watch the show? I think for me, I actually read the comic book first oh. before okay. before it came out or before it was, you I know, re-imaged. Didn't know it was a comic. Yep. And I do rem I I remember seeing the comic like I I remember the first arc of the comic uh like came to the comic book store in my hometown, but we never got anything further than that and I was heartbroken oh, about that's it because it was really fun. And so when the movie, like the the TV series started coming out, I was like, I need this. Yeah, and so they actually released a continuation of the comic book or the of the TV show, kind of entwined with it. So you kind of saw things as they were mm -hmm. going, or certain scenes or certain parts of the TV show that they didn't actually put on the air. Because I guess one of the things when you do comic books and TV shows is if you put the exact same thing in a comic book you're less likely to read it. But if it's a new story or a supplemental story that wasn't shown on TV, you're okay. more likely to tune in to and... tune in. But the cool thing is, is like the book that they were looking for to destroy the master. Obviously that is a soul part of the whole thing. So yeah, obviously yeah. the ending of the comic to the ending of the show is going to be relatively the same. You can't, you can't True, have yeah. one without the when other. When you're working towards the same kind of like ultimate returns, it's going to, you're going to reach it eventually. Yeah. Um, so best parts of the show. Um, obviously the first season was gripping and it kind of show, showed a new side to vampires. And I mean, with the introduction of the CDC mm -hmm. and being like, oh, this mm -hmm. is a virus. And 
I don't know if I've ever necessarily looked at it. I mean, Blade is one of the uh, movies that kind of shown yeah, as a virus. I, I never s- in Underworld? See, Underworld, I don't know if that was... Un- I think that was just ancient, like... Okay. Okay. They were just like a deviation of, of like evolution, I think. I think that was yeah, part of it. But it wasn't necessarily. If I'm, if I'm wrong, correct yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was necessarily <laughs> related to a virus. Obviously, if you look at it like Dr. Ephraim did, you bite someone, you change. That's, right. True, yeah. You know, I don't necessarily know if. If you look at an, I like I like the virus like angle for this story, it's, too. Yeah. Like the, the whole. Yeah. The, the idea of having, like, a different reason for... It, it kind of helped it fit in with, like, the, the zombie shows at the time. I know, like, Walking Dead was, like, in its prime at that point in time. I'm pretty sure, like, they were on prison seasons as this started coming out. So you needed something, like, something familiar. But it, it gave it a new breath. And that was... It was cool. It was refreshing at yep, the time. Yeah, and even with The Walking Dead, the CDC was looking into what was causing the zombie yeah. outbreak. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we'll ever learn <laughs> what caused it. I think uh, Robert Kirkman has kind of hinted at, okay, we'll eventually get to that point. But personally, I don't really care at this point anymore. It's been going on is... for so long yeah. that, all right, yeah. there's zombies, whatever. doesn't matter anymore. The zombies are here at this point. Learning how they got here isn't going to change the fact that they're here. Yep. <laughs> That's kind of the cool part with the strain is you eventually learn you know, over the course of time where the master came from and how he got from point A to point B and how he was originally mm-hmm. trapped and, you know, what he wants for the world, basically. And I, I like the fact, the funny part about the strain is they use, you know, obviously sunlight's bad. UV mm-hmm. rays are bad. Yep. That, mm-hmm. They kept that in the vampire mythology. So they nuke the sky so the so there's yeah. no sun. Like I don't think I I was gonna say, like they have like the most creative way working around that. They were just like, Well, if we, nuclear winter, we're fine. Yeah, I mean sunscreen or nukes. I mean yeah. let's go Which the full nine. I mean, come on. Yeah. Do I really want to slather uh sunscreen on me all the time? I think the didn't the master do that in the beginning before they got the nukes. I think that's what it was, is he was slathering himself in sunscreen. <laughs> he was just really doubling down on that copper tone. He was like, I don't, I can't get another burn. My mom's going to be so upset. Right, right. <laughs> this vacation's so bad. All right, so, so I found out earlier that Kev decided he didn't want to watch The Strain. Maybe I don't know what reason, but he did watch the pilot. I did. Uh, okay. And by all means, you know, talk spoilers and whatnot, because I'll, I'll watch it anyway. So you, what did you think of the pilot? Uh, I loved it. I, oh my gosh. Come on, just come on, Kev. <laughs> All right, uh. <laughs> Is everything, yeah. Uh, it's my talk. You did you really love it, Kev? Left. Do you love it enough to keep talking? <laughs> I, I liked it. Like I said earlier, um, I liked the realistic approach, uh, compared to, like, Blade, where, you know, you had the, the weapons and, like, uh, the boomerang blades and whatnot. It's, you know, in current times, um... The fact that, you know, it starts off on the airplane and it lands and they open it up and everyone's dead besides like four or five survivors and they find the giant coffin and uh, the director of the airport gets killed and his head smashed and I I don't know. It, it's after watching that first episode, I'm hooked. It's, yeah, I mean, I, it's a really good mm-hmm. way to you know, open up your eyes to 
the world. And the, and the funny thing is that you'll learn while watching it mm -hmm. is the whole season isn't over the course of years, like The Walking Dead. It's literally over the course of months. Okay. And yeah, like it happens fast. And, yeah. and the weird in terms of scale, I know. Least, yeah. And and that's kind of the funny thing. You're like, you literally went from five vampires to thousands of vampires mm -hmm. over the course of a month. And mm -hmm. you watch it, and you're like, it's got to be like years. But then they it's showed not. like the date on the bar, like the number of days in on mm -hmm. the bottom of the screen every once in a while, and you're like wow, three months have gone by and New York's completely destroyed and the right. nuke's gone off. And Yeah. Well, I... well, and it was like one of those things too where like the threat felt like it warranted that expedited of a timeline. Like I remember one of my big frustrations with, with The Walking Dead when it was early on at least, and I, I, I might be totally wrong on this, but like for me it was always like how did these slow-ass zombies <laughs> manage to actually get to this level of... of taking over the world to this point yep. but like the 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 creatures that they have in the strain like before you like are 100 percent sure that it's a vampirism thing like it it they feel powerful enough to warrant this like super fast-paced takeover to the point where they're like running the city in a couple months yeah i mean it's just so crazy to think that you know you have the influence obviously the master had his own minions that looked mm -hmm. human enough to to pass which I think that's, you know, you learn later on that the, the white that the master gives his subjects keeps them looking human and alive forever. So you see that. And then you got your base vampires that actually, you know, look vampiric. Like they're kind of pale. And... Except, you know, the snake tongue thing. I thought that was yeah. odd. And it latches on and... Yeah, it, that that's like leaning more into the parasite side of things, though, too, which is which is cool. Yeah, I guess if you look at, yeah. you know, viruses, you could see it taking on different forms. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't it doesn't or, necessarily mm -hmm. have to be, you know, fangs and gar. Right. But uh, and then the, obviously it transmits like a virus. There's worms and the the white stuff and the the yeah. snake tongues, yeah. mm -hmm. and once they're in you. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like there's, you're pretty. There's yeah. Like <laughs> now you could do what they did later on with the UV lamp. They lowered it a little bit and they could like fry them inside your skin. But mm -hmm. I mean, that only lasts so long. Well, and that's like one thing. Okay. That's like something huge that I noticed because I know Guillermo del Toro loves playing with color and stuff, but the whole idea of like the UV lamp being kind of a sort of antidote for it just makes for really cool art direction oh, yeah. for the series. Just like scaring off these like badass vampires who are running and charging you down with these black lights just it creates such cool cool shots and opportunities so yeah. kudos to them for thinking of an excuse to make that happen yeah and i also like that the black lights were what you know showed that you had the the virus the, yeah the virus or the mm -hmm. parasite inside you it you know it showed that you could you know be infected and not even know it be a carrier especially yeah. for so long like you could be a carrier for i think it was like what three or four days before you started feeling you started the... feeling the effects yeah that's like that's always something that that is interesting to me for like virus shows is the idea that you can be transmitting the disease and you don't know and like not enough shows will like actively use that as like a plot point for the series and so like having this one kind of deal with it in a light way at least with this where they're like showing that you can detect it before it's like 
presenting symptoms is kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So the way to kill these vampires is mm-hmm. kind of cool as well. Obviously, there's the chopping off the head like a standard vampire. Classic. Yes. Stake and then, to the heart? No. So, see, that's that's the other thing. So, stake to the heart. You fool. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> now, if it's a silver stake, then yes. that works. There's a lot of... The, I felt like they borrowed a little from lycanthropy here. Because there, there's a lot of silver going on with these, these vampires. Well, I mean, it's kind of like... I mean, silver and, and blade was a thing, too. So, like, the silver, silver stakes work as well. Well, and it also makes sense from an infection standpoint, and I'm hating that I'm just realizing this now, because silver is like antimicrobial, antibacterial. Yeah. Damn it, that's good. That's, no. <sighs> I don't think they were thinking of that. You should have been like a uh, helper on, on set or something. <laughs> a health consultant <laughs> yes. for that one fact that I have. Perfect. That's that's the way yes. to do it. But yeah, I mean, how would you fare in the fight? I mean, do you think you're agile enough to dodge... The vampires. You know, the vampire's snake tongue. I mean, obviously they learned it only goes a certain distance. It's not infinite, infinite length. <laughs> it's not infinite time. Yeah, <laughs> going around the block and up that the would stairs. Be, that would be very concerning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they just had no... Just kept yeah, going. Yeah, you see it crawling around the ground looking for you. Under like, oh, the there door. it is. <laughs> but, I mean, I think, I yeah. think they could smell those. So if you, like, if you hit in a closet or something like that i mean i think didn't it wasn't it able to find you by like scent as well i remember it having some sort of tracking abilities i don't remember it being that clear though yeah i don't know it has been a minute i did admittedly watch a recap today to get myself caught up on on this series because the last time i watched this was back in high school for me oh okay but, uh, so it's been but a yeah. while <laughs> It's been it's been a moment, but I am doing my best to be reinformed. Again. Yes, I mean there's I mean there's a lot of stuff in the in the movie or I'm sorry in the TV show. I mean you got you know Ephraim's uh, wife and son get changed and, and captured, mm-hmm. and um, you got the uh, the Russian guy, the pest guy that knows the city, the ins and outs of the city, and know where mm-hmm. the best place. I, that he was the best. I mean, I like that character in general, mm-hmm. like in real life, um, as an actor. But, I mean, he's just so funny. He's like, they're just like rats. I know where they hide. They like dark places. And we could just the flush them out. They're predictable and... just like anything else. Yeah. I mean, he he, he yeah. took them more as, you know, rodents and vermin and, and used his specialty to... To knock them off, knock kill Knock them off and kill them. Now, what happened to the old pawn shop guy i he's the dude from harry potter he was like the the groundskeeper or whatever the old guy oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the guy that plays yeah, oh my yeah. god was I, him. I saw that and i was two... like that's the guy from harry potter he's like the groundskeeper i never the one even that realized everyone was afraid that. of he just had so much more hair the cat the screen, yeah so filcher yep. is it filch yeah yeah, yeah. does he die um i think at the end doesn't he okay yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure he dies at Late game in the okay. series. Yeah, I mean, he like, lives long yeah. enough to talk about spoilers. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. <laughs> um, it's been you guys have already gotten to this point <laughs> oh, yeah. in the podcast. Yeah. We are sorry. Right? Yeah. Turn if if off. you're 20 minutes in and we haven't totally ruined <laughs> your, your listening experience yet for the the show, we apologize. <laughs> We're sorry. No, well, like yeah. Matt said, I mean, it was out back when he was in high school, so you should be totally up on this right. by now. Came out like yeah, I'm a I'm a grown ass adult <laughs> now. <laughs> this is your fault. It's been like at least five <laughs> yeah. years, not even. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't end yeah. just that too long ago, but uh, no, no. 
I, I am literally just graduating from college. Yeah. So, I mean, his backstory was kind of cool, too, in the Nazi camps. And it turns out that the vampires Came were part from... of the Nazis. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's... And, I mean, you always love a good reason to have, like, oh, we've been punching Nazis this entire yeah, time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's what... After watching the pilot, that's what I was wondering about. Was like, okay, so it's on the airplane. It came from Germany, and it's like, how does that? How does someone with that size of an item get on an airplane unnoticed? Well, it's like if all those people from Germany are like vampires, then yeah, they were just trying to get it mm-hmm. out of the city, and you know, obviously New York is one of the more populated areas, cities. and it could widespread. Yep. I mean, it gets out in New York, too. I mean, it hits, oh. you know, half of North America gets... Does it come to, like, Minnesota? Oh, I don't know. I oh, know they okay. were in the Plains <laughs> at some point. Yeah, I'm, I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it, like, carries across most of the Midwest. Dang. In the canon, at least, yeah. Yeah. I apologize. I mean, like, Canada's never really safe, either. No, I mean... <laughs> we're either annexed or overrun. I mean, it does border New York, so it's... Definitely. Yeah. I, I could I, I remember driving to New York State when I was a kid, so I I definitely was murked by this thing. Yeah, I mean they could definitely In the canon of this show I am dead. I'm sure zombies can swim just as well, well as but humans can. Can they survive the cold? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Well True. they're all... I, that was that was actually always a sticking point for me with um do you guys remember that movie World War Z? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, so before it was a movie with Brad Pitt, there was a really great book that it was that I loved. Um, and that author always stood by the fact that zombies couldn't last in the north north of Canada because <laughs> it just like it froze them. Their bodies didn't know how to regulate temperature. Yes. And so their muscles freeze, which I mean, like that that tracks. But to I me. feel like if they so thought that's, that's they'd still be alive. Right. I mean, if they don't have. Brain yeah. Oh, function, they're still yeah. alive. They're just frozen in, in spot. They just can't move. That'd be easy for easy to kill them. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, just pick them off with, like, a trowel or spade at the end yeah. of the day. So I think... Prove that you know what a trowel or spade <laughs> yes, is. Yes, I do know what a trowel or spade is. Yeah, I just gotta... <laughs> I, got, I gotta prove that I have big words, too. Yes. All right, so I think I don't know if we answered this question, but how would you fare in the vampire apocalypse? I mean, would you be willing to join the master side? Unwilling? I mean, if he gave you internal life... You know, listen, I, I am a, a very weak willed. man. <laughs> <laughs> listen, if I'm going to be offered eternal life and all I got to do is pledge my allegiance to some unholy creature and <laughs> just really damn myself forever. <laughs> no, no, I, I would not make it otherwise, I feel like. So I would have to almost. Yeah, they would. They would. Other, otherwise, I'm just dead. <laughs> that's that's my resign for the series. I mean, really, <laughs> your options are hide and hopefully they don't find you mm-hmm. they do find you and you're going to be a mm-hmm. vampire anyways or reach out to someone in charge right. and be like hands up i'm willing just I right out. just don't even worry about it so then how, do they just bite you the way that they bite a victim yeah instead of like eating you they'll just yeah they'll bite you like a victim and then the master has this stuff called the white mm-hmm. and he kind of drips it in your mouth and you, you kind of retain your your appearance and in your looks. Now, I can't remember what was the the head, not the head vampire. The head basically, what was his name? The white hair, like the. Oh God, he had some fancy ass. Yeah, <laughs> there was so many like like Shakespearean style names in this but series. But he had a, Just a like moment. he had like the fake nose prosthetic and like. He, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about because he he's the one that that takes on. 
deep spoilers on here, but takes on the master at the end. Like he, he takes him into himself. If I remember yep, right. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And become basically becomes the master. Um, Eldritch Palmer. Eldritch Palmer. There you go. Yeah. I knew it sounded like some, <laughs> like he sounds like he should be in Skyrim. Yes. <laughs> Was that the guy in the pilot? Uh, my, he was in a the while. Ch- in the chair, and he was being taken care of. He's played by Jonathan Hyde, if you're the familiar with his work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the so. The safari hunter dude. Yep, yep, that's the guy. Yep, okay. that guy. Yeah, nice. Oh, you know, nice pull. You know your stuff. I like it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know. These names just kind of pop up, and you're like, oh, my God. That guy. That, that's the guy. But, uh, Definitely don't remember him from 1997's Titanic. Yes. yes. That, <laughs> I'm not looking at his filmography Wasn't now to call out the all the other ones. Yeah, we just like cheating on this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the only thing I know. <laughs> it's Wikipedia or IMDb. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> I'm actually super bad for that when I'm watching shows. is like, oh, I, I know this person. What else were they in? And so I pull up their IMDb through the show. Yep. Uh, All right, guys. So I pulled up a website for those of you who might not have seen the show. Obviously, we might have ruined it, but oh, well. Um, you had a chance. I, welcome to the part of the show where now we, we're considerate. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to give you. This is your section of the show. We'll include a timestamp to jump to right. Uh So I did find 10 things uh, you need to know about the creepy FX show just because, you know, I want to give you an idea of. I so hope they don't have my fun fact, so I get to share that with you guys, because I have a fun fact as Ooh, well. Okay, so just to let you know, HuffPost Canada TV visited the set of The Strain in Toronto. Was that your fun fact, that it was filmed in your backyard? No, but I do love that it is Canadian. Yes, it was. <laughs> I, um, Guillermo del Toro actually filmed another thing in, in Canada, and the only reason I know that is because it was in my hometown. Oh, nice. Um, Crimson Peak was shot <gasps> in my hometown. I never saw the, the movie, right? To. Yeah, the yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. have... A ton of my friends are extras in I that. have... What's her face from that movie? Uh, right. I, we talked about this after the first time we ever recorded together. Uh, con- what's her name? It's right there. It's uh, sitting on my wall. Uh, Edith Cushing. The, char- the yes. character. Yeah, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have her uh, exclusive pop vinyl. Cool. And she's nice and bloody. Nice. So... No, such a good... So, anyways, sorry, continue. Yes, okay. So, first up, um, David Bradley, so the guy that plays the old badass uh, Abraham, gets to prove old guys still kick ass. I like that. So, so he is 72 years old in real life, and I honestly, watching him fight and watching him on the show, you you had to have thought maybe that he had a stunt double, which I think for some of it, I'm sure he did. But oh, I feel yeah. like he Inevitably. almost did his own stunts. Like, good for him. I feel like anything he could do, he would definitely like. He he feels like the actor that would like put in the effort. Like, and if he knew he could do something, he would do it. You know who was originally set to play him though? J- John Ooh. Hurt. Oh, which I don't. I mean, I like the old guy routine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, John Hurt's relatively old. I'm sure he's like mid sixties or somewhere in there. But I just think he's too yeah. tall, too big, like too. Well, he also ages up really well too. Like I, I, we can't deny the fact that he aged up super well for Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Be- but but I do agree with you. Like without any sort of extra makeup, he clearly is fifty and looks exactly. It. Like, yeah, yeah. Is that because 
uh, it's after you guys have seen the show that you just can't see someone else in that part, or... I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of John Hurt stuff, and he's just too... I think he's too muscular, like, too oh. big, and I just... Too I like bulky. the old, frail, I was in a Nazi camp type guy. Okay. You know Fair what I mean? Enough. He was in yeah, a Nazi okay. camp, yeah. lost his wife to the vampires. Yeah. Like, he just has the look of what I would imagine that what he that role through. would be, yeah. whereas John Hurt, like, isn't just too tall, too muscular... Like yeah, dude. He has a body that's seen struggle. Like John John Hurt's too built to have ever seen a set of hard. Dude, to kick those vampires asses just. <laughs> he clearly was still able to get gym routines into his regular yeah, schedule. I know, right. <laughs> All right. So Del Toro would make surprise visits to set at two a.m. Oh. So yes, he helped create the show, but he was only an executive producer on the show. Okay. So he wasn't like okay. directing yeah. or anything like that. But dude would show up at two a.m. And basically freak the shit out of the cast. And uh, <laughs> that feels very like like Guillermo del Toro to do. Just like <laughs> surprise, I'm here now. Yes, you know how <laughs> my, much of my money I'm I've making your life this? my horror right. movie yeah. now. <laughs> you know how much money has gone into this movie? If you fuck up, I'm taking you down. <laughs> you know the scariest part about this is how much I've invested. Yeah. <laughs> I need this to be a success. Right. All right. So they spent almost a year on the vampire design alone. Wow. I believe that because like you even like as I said, I I realized the tongue made sense from a parasite like parasite perspective as I was talking about it. So that feels like something they probably intentionally did now. Now that I know they took a whole ton of time for character design at least. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean if you look at it, I mean how the mouth so so the first part, yeah, okay, so you got the parasite tongue thing. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so mm-hmm. how does that work? Do they have, like, separating jaws to make it come out? Does it just flow out of the mouth? Like, uh, Yeah, are, like, is it, like, alien style? Like, are, yeah. what does this thing function as? Exactly. What's its bone structure look like? And, I mean, they actually had, like, x-rays and, like, MRIs of this shit in the yeah. show. So. To know, like they knew they were going to have to deal with the medical side of things, so like understanding what that would look like ahead of time would be helpful. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, let's see. You've never seen vampires like this on TV before, or anywhere else either. And you haven't. I mean, Del Toro is. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I gotta say, he he always finds like new interesting ways to be a, like create a monster. He's- like, it's never a conventional monster. Yeah, he's like, there's no way I would have wanted to do another traditional vampire story. I just don't think the world needs any other incarnation of handsome, brooding, sparkly dudes with fangs and romantic problems. <laughs> I forgot this came out right around the same time as Twilight, so that's He was probably too. like, screw Twilight, alright, we're gonna go exact opposite here. Rebrand the name Vampire. And... <laughs> so, they fucked up vampires for everyone. Okay, right. let's figure out a... Bring it back. How do we make them badass again? Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. they did a damn good job of doing it. Well, he's got quite the imagination, too. So, okay, so obviously oh God, we've yeah. seen a lot of shows on FX. I mm-hmm. mean, Always Sunny and uh, Baskets. They and... had The League, too. I love that. What's that? Which one? Not going to lie. The League? Oh, The League. Yeah, oh, I fucking yeah. love The League. Yeah. So the oh, network God. encouraged them to make the show even more disturbing. I like that. Yes. And it really does make sense because FX has really gone the way of almost comedy central. And even if, I mean, I can't go too hardcore, but even like HBO TV shows, like they've pushed the envelope to start swearing. I think the first swearing TV show was FX 
I mean, AMC, I think. Well, that makes sense, too, because they are owned by Fox, and Fox has kind of always been a little bit more lenient from their comedy side of things, too. Like, when they were doing things like The Simpsons pushed boundaries when they were first coming out, at least. Yep. So it's kind of nice that FX was like, you know what? That's really disgusting. More vomit. More blood. (laughs) Keep doing it. Keep doing it. (laughs) Good work. I hate I'll it. Tell you when to, I'll tell you when to stop. Yeah. No, I, I feel like this came out during a golden age for television when, like, TV networks were just doing that, where they were just like, yeah, greenlight that. Let's try some new shit. Like, th- throw, throw spaghetti at the wall. Let's see what sticks. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know. I feel like there was, like, a gap between seasons three and four. And I think that just might have been, hey, we got to get shit right. You know, we're getting a mm-hmm. lot of new shows on FX, a lot of more graphic stuff. We're getting deeper into what we can do on FX. I mean, America getting some growing pains too, just in general. Yeah, I mean, American horror story just blew shit out of the water. Like they went oh, God, so yeah, that deep was... that it's like, <laughs> all right, well we got to keep pace with these assholes. <laughs> yeah. So how do we keep up with this now? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it doesn't follow the books to the letter. So if you guys, read the books for strain just keep that in mind that uh you'll get pissed Still off while watching, watching it because it's not what you read it's okay it's it's okay <laughs> no 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 it's not if it's just like no, harry it potter bad. if it's just like harry potter it's gotta be exactly the same shit <laughs> no you gotta fight you gotta fight any sort of change in your story here yes new things are bad <laughs> <laughs> i hate difference <laughs> fear it Yes. <laughs> oh God, it's not the same as it was. <laughs> that guy I'm was uncomfortable to be a with new. And that girl was supposed to be a guy, and she wasn't gay in the book. What's going on? He had red hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess depending on, I mean, depending on the book, some books that I've read. <laughs> no, I thought you were just going to come to the defense of the hair color. <laughs> like, well, no, you do want to get that right. So. So, so depending on the book, like a lot of Stephen King books, they don't really go too deep into the what a person looks like is and stuff like that, which is why I really like Stephen King, because when I watch the movies, stuff can be a little bit different because I could think I'm picturing one thing, but it turns out it's something different, something a little bit different. So, yeah. Well, that's like the other thing, too, is like horror is such a subjective thing. Like you are scared of the things that you have a... a personal investment in being afraid of so like whenever you see someone's idea of what a monster is it's the scariest thing they could imagine for that role but it's not necessarily what you could have imagined exactly yeah. and so it's different for everyone yeah just like comedy man <laughs> yeah, right. all right guys so i will post the rest of the ones i didn't read on our website because i got to keep you guys asking for more um it'll be on our website uh com. Um, so just to let everyone know, unfortunately, by the time you hear this episode, that Loot Crate has closed for February uh, for the tra- no. for the transformation theme. Sad tear. But <laughs> next month of March, the theme is cosmic. Um, hey, so, out of this world. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we'll be talking uh, uh, Captain Marvel, obviously. There's mm-hmm. no reason why we shouldn't. Oh, um, my God, yeah. <laughs> After that, I think we're going to come up with a few other cosmic uh, shows that aren't, I think, part of the franchise scheme for Loot Crate, because a lot of them we've talked about already. Rick and Morty was on the list, and a few other ones we've already delved into. So 
that's the one thing Listen, you'll realize. If y'all want to get into uh, Lovecraftian horror a little more, yeah. I would always be down <laughs> to talk about that too. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. So next month, uh, Cosmic, you can guys can go on to lootcrate.com and order it now. Just make sure you do it by the nineteenth of March. Um, sponsors are Hot Comic and Collectibles. Um, make sure you visit the stores in Richfield, Minnesota, uh, New Hope, Minnesota, and Jordan, Minnesota. Um, use the discount code. Uh, the virus. Mm, or what were those little wormy things called? Parasites. 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 I'm pretty sure I, everything that I've I've heard today has said worm. Worms. So we could always worm. okay worm <laughs> worm worm. There you go. Okay, use the discount code worm to save twenty percent <laughs> on. All the strain merch, Ooh. and there's some there's there's Ooh. pop vinyls like I mentioned. Comic yeah, I books. remember there being some good pop vinyls for this too. What's that? I remember there being good pop vinyls. There are for this, like some really cool ones. I have uh, Doctor Ephraim and Good Weather. I believe those are the two that I currently have. Nice. So so yes, go save twenty percent if you are not from Minnesota. You can go to hotcomicsandcollectibles.com and shop on there. Um, you can find us on our social media at Lutime Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook by typing in Lutime Podcast. Make sure to follow us and like us and share with your friends on there. Um, you can uh, visit our website, like I mentioned earlier, LutimePodcast.com. Find out all the fun stuff that's going on. You can contact us via our website on the contact page or Lutime at Yahoo.com. You can find our podcast on all fun podcasting listening sites, so... If you're already listening to us, you're probably on your fun favorite podcast site. But if for some reason you can't have, don't have access to that anymore, you can find us on iTunes and Google Play and Pod something, Podmust, Podmust, and everything and every, but SoundCloud. Everything but SoundCloud. <laughs> SoundCloud. I know. If they ever uh, give us a free subscription, then I'll definitely go with them. Um, Absolutely. So if you listen to us on iTunes, make sure to rate and review us and subscribe on there. If you do not listen to us on iTunes, please go to smashbomb.com and rate and review us on there. And until next... Ooh, and fun fact. What's that? If you're ever in a different country on iTunes, you can review a podcast again. Oh my god, we can get two reviews from the same person if you're in a different country? Yeah. All they have to do is travel to a new country. Awesome. Okay. So if you All live you by the border... Yes, if you if you live in Minnesota or Canada, <laughs> there you go. Just travel across the border, and so all you Europeans, you, I know. If I know we have a few European listeners, every once in a while I see well, see one on there. But if you guys live in a surrounding country, like if you're in France, obviously you have Italy next to you, Spain next to you, um, Australia will give you a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it'd be very hard to to leave there. <laughs> we won't hold you to this. Yes. Okay. So rate us in multiple countries when possible. Yes. So thank you. <laughs> All right. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm Kevin Hebner. And I've been Matt McGlashan. That is all the loot time we have. Good night. Go.